Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hey, if you're anywhere near Colchester, Illinois, we'll be at Colchester United Methodist Church this weekend. Three services in the morning and one service at night. We'll have a great time uh, getting into end times. Come if you can. Uh, so many people over the years, we've preached in so many places in Illinois, There's so many great churches up there, so come be with us. We're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, and specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because we see so many of the signs of the second coming coming to pass, because there's about 80, and the rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. But we're looking at things that are literally the setup for the tribulation period. Every single week, I've blown away this last week. Uh, I'm, I'm finishing up kind of toward the end of each EDU with things that I forget about the first part, because there's just over and over and over one thing after another that are blatant. So it tells us we have great joy because we're about to see the king. We have a lot to do in a short period of time. So as we get into end times, it's about a finish line mentality. It's not about an escape theology. It's about if we can see how close we are, we make changes, we make alterations. Just like all your training for a race, you don't get into the race and at the very end go, nah, I'm done. No, no, no. You put your heart into it. You give it your all. And that's why we look at the update every week because it's pointing things to us. Verses that were, were prophesied and prophecies that were prophesied 2,700 years ago coming to pass right now in your lifetime. For every one verse there is about the first coming of the Lord, there's eight times more about the second coming. So very documented so we can see where we are. And I hear people go, oh, you don't need to preach on the coming of the Lord. Uh, well, the Bible says, the hope that purifies you even as you're pure. So uh, I had one guy say, well, if you preach on the coming of the Lord, Joe, you just get everybody's hopes up. That's exactly right. Uh, your, your, uh, your hope and your encouragement gives you great strength. That's your joy. So let's look at what's happened around Israel. Man, first of all, we'll start with Israel did an airstrike on the Aleppo airport in Syria, blew up all these missiles that were hauled down from Iran into Syria that were coming down to where Hezbollah had set up a basically a, a, an entry point to invade Israel from the north. Not a word said about this on any of the news media analysis. This is crazy. So uh, that's a pretty big deal because that's about the 46th or 47th airstrike on, on uh, Iranian missiles coming down toward Israel just in the last year. A lot happened with Iran this last week. If you'll notice, it was even on all the news media outlets. Iran is poisoning their own girls at the girls' school. The girls have been heading up all kinds of, you'd call it disturbances or picketing against the, the government. So his, this is how Iran responds, by poisoning them. You should see them. They, they had uh, this whatever toxic gas they were using, all the girls that couldn't breathe. They had in ERs, thousands of them. I mean, it's a huge deal. Now, with that all happening, you have Iran meeting with the International Atomic Energy Agency commander, the head guy. And uh, as they're meeting, Iran goes, hey, guess what? You know what? We've changed our mind. We want you to come back into our nuclear site, set up your cameras, and, and you, can, you can watch us all you want. Why did he do that? Well, because listen what ha is happening in Israel right now, getting ready for this. Right now, Israel has got called up the reservist fighter pilots, the F-15 pilots. They were going to strike over all this judicial reform, which we'll get to that later in Israel. And I like what one of the members of Knesset told him to go uh, to H-E double hockey sticks. And uh, so now you have America and Israel having a joint exercise with F-15s because uh, Iran's freaking out because they see America getting ready to help Israel attack Iran. That's why you had America's Joint Chief of Staff come to Israel this week. Why? To discuss what to do about Iran. Why? We said it last week. They're 4% away from uh, having enriched uranium. Now, the crazy part about this is 
With them already being at 4%, they made a deal with the Russians this week uh, to get enriched uranium from Russia in, 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 in a swap out with Russia giving Iran S-400 missile defense systems and air defense systems. So you have Russia helping Iran with, with air defense systems and Russia giving Iran enriched uranium. This is an absolute deal breaker. That's why you had the Joint Chief of Staff go to Israel this week, because Israel is going to have to do something. And the head of the Atomic Energy Agency, I've watched speech after speech he's done in the EU, very sophisticated. He said it would be wrong and illegal for Israel to strike Iran, when Iran's basically publicly coming out and saying, we're going to nuke Tel Aviv the second that we can. So this is all a big setup because of what's getting ready to happen. Jesus is about ready to come back. The church is about to be raptured. The earth's about to go into that seven-year period of the tribulation. So you're seeing all the players for the tribulation come into place. Why? You had one news media outlet this week, along with the Jerusalem Post, say, this is pretty crazy. And the United States CIA say this, that Russia has about two months worth of, of, of equipment to stand. They're, they're completely out of resources. They have no resources left because of sanctions and because of the war. With that, you had Russian ships come through the Black Sea. They're not allowed to do that right now. They're bringing ammunition into Russia because of the sanctions. They're not allowed to do that. So all these circumventing things are happening to make sure Russia keeps face by trying to blow up uh, the Ukraine. And you have China threatening to help of Russia because of all the armament that's coming to the Ukraine from other countries. So, man, you see the global setup for what's coming. You had China do an incursion into Taiwanese waters this last week. I mean, it was a huge deal. And all the stuff that's happening with Israel as far as their judicial reform, it's crazy how the left is trying to force the right out or can't stand that the right wants to protect Israel. I am blown away. Some of those things I heard this last week were you're not basically don't be mad at people trying to kill you. It's insane. So it's just comical to see this crazy thing happening politically in Israel, along with all the nations that want to attack Israel, literally getting the equipment they need to get ready to attack them. Amazing. You had Turkey making changes this week. Erdogan looks like he's going to have someone that's going to put pressure on him. So behind the things happening with, with the West Bank and Israel, one thing after another leading up to, wow, Jesus is just about to come back. Uh, I, I'm kind of in awe of the things that I looked at this week. I say that every week, like it kind of surprises me. But the things that happened this last week are telling me it's time for great change. So Wow, we're, we're about to be caught up. So we, we got to hustle. We got to go for it. This is it. Not just the revivals in the colleges, but we, we have to have revivals in our, our churches. I hear people saying, well, I'm waiting for a revival. Create your own revival. Like John Wesley said, let, let God set you on fire. People will come watch you burn. You don't have to advertise a fire. So I'm going to a Methodist church this weekend, so I had to throw in a little bit about John Wesley. So let's go back to the Word. We always go back to the Scripture. It's so blatant and so clear. Jesus said, the generation that sees Israel regathered and Jerusalem won back. He said that generation won't pass away till all is fulfilled. So those are the two main signs. But then you have the Hebrew language restored. You have the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute that's there ready to start having sacrifices. You had the ritual baths around the temple fill up with water. First time in 2,000 years. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. Amazing. And then you had the Dead Sea turn blood red on, on where Sodom and Gomorrah was this last year on the Day of Atonement. And you have fish showing up in the Dead Sea. That was what Ezekiel prophesied 2,700 years, 2, years ago. 
All these things are so blatant that should be preaching to us. Uh, there's a change coming. Just like when Noah got up on the ark, I don't think he said, hey, I don't think Noah taught on leadership, which leadership is good. I don't think uh, Noah taught on marriage, which marriage is good. You should teach on those things. But I bet there was an urgency in his voice to get in the ark. There, there has to be an urgency with all of these things coming to pass right in front of our eyes. It's so blatant. I mean, you have 172 different species of predatory birds that showed up in the land. Uh, you got the cleanup crew for the Zika 38 war. Seven years later, you have the Battle of Armageddon. Don't even talk about that the Euphrates is running dry, because the Bible says the Euphrates will run dry and the kings of the east will come over from that. So you have China's verbiage this week threatening the United States verbally. Uh, I've never seen, usually the threats are kind of a, uh, under there was an undertone of threats these are blatantly bold right out in the opening so same thing with north korea again as well so you have all those signs many many more memory lovers themselves you have selfie six i like that rabbi Kaduri received jesus right before he died in israel this was 15 years ago and he prophesied that is right before the coming of the messiah israel would be ruled by two benjamins a couple of years ago during covid uh, you had Benjamin Netanyahu and Benjamin Gantz rule Israel, completely that prophecy coming to pass. You had the archway for Baal worship in Palmyra, Syria. Why is that a big deal? That's where the Tower of Babel was. The Russians rebuilt that archway so they could have Baal worship. It's, it's uh, pretty wild. The Talmud says that's the last sign you'll see before the Messiah comes. So you got birds in position. You got Russia literally in position. Russia doing exactly what the Bible said they would do because right after the rapture, they invade Israel and Israel knocks out 82% of them. So you're, you're watching history literally come to pass in, uh, right in front of your eyes. Different things that God's word said you'd see. It doesn't get any more uh, clear than this. So so soon we'll see the king high and lifted up with his train filling the temple. So we have all these signs, 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 signs. Uh, how blessed are we? They're not to bring you fear, they're to bring you joy. All these are, are seen coming to pass because the Lord loves you. He wants us to have a heads up. That's what he said. When you see these things come to pass, run into the woods and freak out. No. He said, when you see these things come to pass, lift up your heads. Your redemption draws nigh, indicating you could be downtrodden when, when the Bible's coming alive right in front of your eyes. Wow. So then you go from signs to signals. You had the four blood red moons in a row. Uh, it's called a tetrad on Passover and Tabernacles. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? This is a major, major deal. Last time was 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel's made a nation. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Remarkable to have things happening in the heavens, signals uh, with, with things flawlessly with Israel. There's many more, man. In 2017, there were so many things that happened in the heavens. I, it's hard to even get into them because I never even get into them on the EDU. But I like the Bethlehem star. You had at the birth of Jesus, Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus coming together. This last year, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. We've got Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus coming together. Bethlehem star, first time in 2,000 years. At the birth of Jesus, the constellation was Virgo. This last year, the constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So, wow, uh, there should be an expectation. There should be an excitement. There should be an acceleration. Uh, this is the time to not fit church into our life. It is our life. 
My thing is how blatant does it have to get before we'll make changes? I'm in awe of how quiet it is about the coming of the Lord and even word people mocking the coming of the Lord and mocking the preaching on the coming of the Lord. That's just exactly what the Bible said that would happen. Uh, they're fulfilling prophecy right there from 2 Peter chapter 3 and chapter 1. Wow. They said there'd be scoffers in the last day saying, where is the promise of His coming? For since the beginning, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Well, see, they, they, they haven't continued. The flood came. The, the Bible says they're willingly ignorant. You know what one translation says? Stupid on purpose. So right in front of our eyes, you have everything pointing to the coming of the Lord. And there's such a quietness in the church. There should be a voice in the church. The believer should be lifting up his voice. The king's coming. The king's coming. Wow, Jesus. Jesus is about to come back to the earth. The one who was and is and is to come. The whole earth's full of his glory. We're about to see him. God himself coming back. Well, we'll come back next week. We'll look at all the things that are happening with Iran. I probably missed two or three things. It's hard to remember all of them, but Iran's doing things this week that are so wild. So have a blessed, wonderful week, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.